hey, hey. All right. Uh, welcome to the Four Lead Podcast. The four is for my mother who passed away uh, from ALS, and the Lee is named my brother passed away a year later. Today's guest is Max. Max, are you there? I am. How are you? <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm so excited to have you on. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Technically, this is our, our second take at this, but. Well, so again. The, the first one, I listened to it and it, the dog, the dog just made so much noise. Yeah. She's outside now. She, she, she was a bit <laughs> good for this episode. Well, so I'm not a real big dog guy, but that dog likes me. She likes everyone. She's a very nice dog. You just <laughs> are you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I have a couple, couple questions to ask you. What's, what's been going on in your life, uh, that you expected and then didn't expect? Um, I mean, you know, just a daily grind of uh, living life, going to work. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's the expected. Uh, the unexpected was, uh, I guess, you know, not every year you, you get a, a new nephew. So uh, that, that came along. Um, you know, last year I saw my younger sister get married. Um, so, you know, a couple of unexpected things that have happened recently, fairly recently, I guess. But uh, it's really about it, you know, nothing nothing too crazy so far. It's kind of been a mellow year, but knock on wood, we'll see what happens. So, baby Wesley is a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a cute kid. He is. He's, he's, got, he's got, like, the perfect blend of, of Sanders and Malandrini. It's, it's going to be an unstoppable force in the future. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's uh, he's got a lot of Malandrino features right now, but you know, he's, yeah, he's got some yeah. J in him too, though. It's like a it's a good blend. He's a good looking yeah. kid. Yeah, I think he's gonna be great. He seems funny, like his his facial expressions and stuff. So, yeah, you'll like him when you meet him, man. Uh, when when did when do babies start like doing stuff like walking and talking? Um, I mean, I'm I'm not a father yet, but from my understanding, from what Lynn and Jay were telling me, it was about like. Uh, around like a year that he would start like babbling uh, <laughs> and uh and probably like walking around there or shortly thereafter but like all all within like the first year 18 months within all that so we'll up be- until then he's he's <clears throat> not really doing much i mean honestly right now dude he's kind of just a lump of meat but uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, um, he's a cute. I mean, he, he's a cute kid. Um, but I was holding him, and um, and he, I, you know, I felt him literally relieve himself while I was holding him. Uh, so that was that was an interesting experience, man. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It was like, it, you know, his whole everything is all within like you know a square foot of his body and his chest, and like you know just to hold him and feel all of that come out, it was so crazy. Cause, like, <laughs> So you're holding I mean, you know, up and it's, he just, it's, he just let it go. You can't really describe that. Feel like it's wild, man. I was just like, holy wow. He was <laughs> just like, hey, Uncle Max, I've heard a lot about you. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, believe it or not, man, true story. Uh he, you know, um, you can even ask Sarah or Lynn this, but it, it was kind of weird, man. He was he was showing a lot of emotion when uh when, when Sarah and I were leaving. Uh, really? Yeah, Lynn said, Lynn said he's never done anything like that with anyone yet. So, I mean, I don't know if that was just like, you know, he's starting to show more signs of growing up. But um, it was pretty wild to see that That's he was actually tough. getting pretty upset. So, but no, he's a cute kid, man. You'll, you'll definitely enjoy it when you're, when you're with him. So, I mean, usually people talk about their origin story. Um, I know yours pretty well. I, I, I've known you since you were born, but uh you just want to give yourself a little bit of an introduction about who you are, what you do, and where you're at now, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so um, my name is Max Malandrino. I'm uh, I'm the third born Malandrino. Uh, two older brothers, Sam and, and Lee. Uh, one younger sister, as previously mentioned. Um, so growing up, you know, I was uh, I was kind of the overlooked kid. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, I mean, not, I don't mean any anything negative by that, but uh, you know, I kind of kind of had a, a lot of a lot of independence and freedom um, growing up, because uh, the microscope is usually on uh, the the girl or the two older ones. So I, I kind yeah. of it was pretty fun, actually. I'm not gonna lie, I got a lot of, <laughs> of time out of that. Um, yeah. Honestly, no complaints. So uh, yeah, you know, just 
growing up, I always, yeah, you know, had you guys to uh, to look up to, um, to an extent. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I always try to be a, a good role model for Lynn, you know, take, uh, take what I learned from you and Lee and mom and dad for that matter. And, and, uh, you know, try and try and be as good as I can be. I'm not going to say I'm perfect. You know, I have my moments, but, uh, uh, and then as far as, um, growing up later on, you know, I graduated high school. I'm a little bit younger than you in 2010. Uh, so four years younger than you, um, went to college. Uh, I did the, uh, I did a victory lap. So I graduated in 2015 from college. Um, <laughs> I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then now I'm currently just going for my master's and and uh, teaching uh, English as a second language. And I am currently a high school English teacher, uh, ESL teacher. So uh, going into my third year of doing that, uh, come this August. So uh, yeah, it's basically what I've been doing right now. I'm still living in Charlotte, and. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much more away. Yeah, no, you're, you're pretty good. Much the basics, dude. Uh, so speaking of college, obviously, I did an episode with Chris Nims, and his family went to Iowa State, and our family, you know, all WVU people. Did you see the Huggins thing? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Um, <laughs> that's probably his last uh, his last straw. He resigned. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, he was driving. He, he blew like a point two one or something, and was riding on like rims in the middle of the road. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't really have much to say on that. I mean, sounds to me like it's just a, a poop storm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I guess when they, you know, when they say it rains and pours, I guess that man is a, a living, breathing example. So, yeah, it, he's a great basketball coach. I'm not sure about off the court what his life is like. It seems like uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen to us next year. I mean, but uh. Yeah, it's, that's a rough one. That's a rough. I mean, one. I don't even know what's going to happen to us in football either. Like, the Big yeah, Twelve. We still have Neil Brown or whatever your guy's name is. Yeah, we're trusting the climb. It's, it's like year seven of trusting the climb. That Neil Brown is the worst. Yeah, I can't stand Neil Brown. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's a very good football coach. I haven't really even been that in, uh, that interested in these past few years watching him. Yeah, I, after Mom's whole thing, I kind of stopped watching WV football as much. But yeah. Something I got to get back into, but yeah, yeah and, and they're not bringing me back with Neil Brown coaching. Yeah, <laughs> I watched like one game. I was like, this team is horrible. Like, I'm not gonna lie, man. This year, I'm excited as hell to see the Jets play. I think oh, dude, it's going to be fantastic. But on the contrary, uh, with WVU, yeah, no, little to no interest this year. I mean, I'm sure we're sure we'll be okay, but definitely my focus is more geared towards the Jets and with Aaron Rodgers, man, and and Sauce and. Garrett Wilson, Brees uh, Hall. I mean, yeah, dude, Brees we are back, a pretty yeah. fire team right now. Lazard, dude, they, they're Lazard, going to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Jay started a – our brother-in-law started a, a sports website. Yeah, I saw your article about that. I thought that was a legitimate article, and then I saw some of the pictures. I was like, there's no way in the hell. I'm <laughs> yeah, no, he, he was oh. like – I was like, dude, can I can I write it? He was like, sure. So the, uh, Aaron Rodgers is like a – a guy who just got divorced. <laughs> he does got seem very happy. Pretty funny. Huh? He does seem very happy in New York, Rogers. Dude, I know Green Bay's like a big football town, and the whole the whole state loves the Packers. But I mean, there's like five buildings there, you know. And then you go to New York City. Like, come on, it's night and day. Yeah, I have always wanted to see a game in Lambeau, though, just to say I was at Lambeau Field. Oh yeah, dude. If I could see a game in every stadium, I would. Yeah, the Packers. Packers are my. Uh, I I don't really care for a second team, but if I had to choose a second favorite team, especially in the NFC, uh, Packers would definitely be it, just because of their history. I just think I just think they're cool with their history, but it doesn't mean I'm a I'm a Pack. But <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I like the Steelers just because Pittsburgh's such an amazing city. Like I think Pittsburgh's the best city in the world. Yeah. Really. Dude. Yeah, I love going from Morgantown to Pittsburgh and, like, you just appear and you just see the city. It's so cool. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't really heard that one that frequently, but... Well, you know they filmed one of the Batmans there. Yeah, the third one, Dark Knight Rises. With, uh, that, whole scene, that, yeah, that whole scene where they're blowing up the stadium took place at Heinz Field. Yeah, yeah. 
That's yeah. a great city. By the way, podcast people, I have nothing against Pittsburgh. I'm just saying I, I haven't heard that one that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, at the end of the day, you know, people are going to disagree with your opinions, but you just got to the, – the four lead podcast is literally for everybody, you know. Anybody can come on here and tell me their life story or tell whoever, the, you know, whatever is going on. And hopefully at the end of the day, like, they feel feels better. And it's definitely had an impact. So it's, it's, it's like the way – I go about dealing with Lee's whole thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good outlet. I'm yeah, thanks. That, I'm glad that you've gone ahead and, and done this. And so. <clears throat> um, so back to you, though. This is this is about you, not me. But obviously, we can talk about me, too. I can talk about me all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we <know>. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm curbing my narcissism. Um, what's is the hardest challenge you have ever overcome in your life? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you can say the, the whole mom Lee thing within the whole, that was what 15 months that happened within each other. So, you know, that was pretty tough. Um, definitely uh, an unexpected challenge as your to an answer to your previous question. Um, uh, that was pretty challenging, but I don't know. You know, I, I always, I always said that you know, with mom, we we saw, you know, coming eventually with Lee. You know, there was always the the what if factor that you never really wanted to look on. But um, so I guess that was kind of an a challenge that I had to come come over. And uh, with mom, I was still in West Virginia when that all happened, and then with Lee, I was down here in Charlotte. So both times, I was never really. Uh, you know, in the thick of it, home for everything. So I always kind of came as like the person like a couple of days later or whatever, you know, the, the long lost family member who came a couple of days later. I, I don't know. I guess it kind of resonates with my childhood. How I grew up. <laughs> I was always a separate one. <laughs> for real. You know, I was always, Dude, only oh yeah, turn... shit, that malady don't exist too. <laughs> only you could turn a tragedy into a comedy, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, um, but seriously, you know, I mean, uh, so those are those are pretty challenging things but i i also do kind of also take gratitude and the fact that i am removed from it all um down here in charlotte and uh i mean i like going up to new york and visiting you all but i do like it better coming as a as a family member visiting as opposed to um being there i guess would you would you ever move back to new york full-time not at the not at this moment in time no yeah, that's how I feel too. I mean, I like visiting New York. I like going to the city. I like going to Long Island, but um, I like where I'm at right now. You know, it's it's. I agree with you. It's cool flying in and knowing how to get to where I need to go, but yeah. knowing that I'm not staying there forever. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I like I like knowing that I'm visiting Long Island and then I'm here for a couple of days. You know, seeing a couple of things. But you know, I've I grew up there. I've I know Long Island like the back of my head, especially Suffolk County. So yeah, it's nice to be somewhere else and and have a different experience and i I lived in the city for a while so yeah i mean new york is i mean i lived upstate uh, new york pretty much but um yeah i'm good just you know going back every couple i'll probably go back more now with with uh you know with it with the baby and stuff like that but um yeah so here's where do you see yourself in five years um, well, um, I mean, the plan is, um, to eventually, uh, find a, a bigger living space, uh, whether that be a house or a condo or something like that. Um, I am trying to, uh, to explore those options. So hopefully in five years, I'm, I'm in a house or a condo and, uh, possibly married, um, and, uh, you know, maybe even with a kid or two or, I don't know, you know, hopefully in the future, definitely trying to, uh, to move on into the parenting stage of life. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to uh, expand, expand the Malandrino clan a little bit more, I guess, and, <laughs> uh, and uh, just settle down here, I think, is uh, probably the plan. So who who's like your hero in life? It doesn't have to be alive; it could be dead. Who who do you look up to the most? Um, I mean, I've always tried to uh, to look up to dad a little bit, uh, especially Popeye. 
even even dad's dad uh chris grandpa chris um i always saw like the three of them kind of as as good role models you and lee too to an extent i mean you guys were brothers so it was always a little bit different with you both yeah um but um yeah i always i always really looked up to to dad especially and really a, a lot of uh of papa and and chris uh, Grandpa Chris was always kind of very mellow and chill. I uh, I really only I think I saw the guy mad once in my life. In all honesty, <laughs> yeah, he was a very uh, chill guy. Yeah, and you know, uh, I just thought he was like very like cool and and you know he, he laid back. So I was I was thought that was cool. And then uh, with Papa, Papa was very like. Um, so that's mom's uh, dad for those who don't yeah, know. That's, yeah, that's or grandpa. Yeah. Um, with Papa, he was always uh, a little bit more active in, in our lives. And, and I'm not saying that against Grandpa Chris or anything, but um, he had a lot going on in his life. Uh, but with Papa, I think, especially when we were all kids, every everything in his life kind of really settled down. I mean, he only really worked at Wood Kingdom, I think, like three, maybe four days a, a week tops at that point in our lives. Yeah, um, well, he had just lost his wife when you were born, I'm pretty sure. So it's, yeah, so he was pretty, like, aged out of everything. So he really had a lot of spare time especially for us, um, which I always thought was really cool. And if I ever get to be a grandparent one day and I have a lot of time like he does, I'm definitely going to try and and do that. And I see that's what dad's trying to do with Wesley um, because dad's talking more and more about, you know, uh, maybe eventually retiring and doing his own thing at some point. And uh, that's become far more frequent in his his talks uh, now that Wesley's here. So I'm excited to see where dad goes with that. And he's another hero of mine, so... Yeah, dad's dad's a great guy. Today is Father's Day, so we should uh make known of that. But yeah, no, dad's dad's a great greatest guy. Um obviously with all the unfortunate events that happened, like, you know, he did an amazing job um in really just situations you cannot prepare for. So um he, he did a great job and I'm so happy for him with you know being a grandpa and stuff like that. And touch on you know, like he, him, me, and Lee were like big into like Ninja Turtles. I don't know if you remember Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I remember Ninja Turtles. That was yeah. more of you guys' thing. Yeah, well, we we were like huge into it, and I guess I'd have, I mean, it was little, so it's hard to remember. But there was like like a fifty they made, like Pokemon, like Popeye went on this journey. Like, dude, he would travel across the country. To like get us all 150 of these things, like he he got them all, but like that was like his mission for like a solid year, and he would always come back from these trips with these like obscure Ninja Turtles. It was kind of cool. Like looking back on it, it's definitely like that's really like because we were kids, so like at the end of the day, they were just dolls to us or whatever. But like to him, it was like a mission to make sure we got them all. Yeah, that's good. I didn't even know. I didn't even know he did that for you all. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he did, and I could totally see Dad doing something like that too. You know, like I got to get Wesley. Oh. I don't know what the the cool toy is for kids now. I don't. They probably don't even have toys. They just got iPhones. But yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, it was that's pretty cool. So no, I remember Papa always used to take me out for my birthday too. He would always we'd always go yeah. to Crab Legs my birthday. Dude, was, that that is one thing that's different about you. I think you're the the biggest fan of seafood in the family because i hate it i don't think lee liked it no lee wasn't a fan lynn's kind of a picky eater you're a very i mean you literally eat chicken nuggets every single day it's i know right it's crazy um, that I'm <laughs> and i'm so and, oh god oh god okay okay no i'm being uh, honest that... <laughs> dude so people like just real quick I'm not talking about me, but so like I always tell people like, hey, it's really cold in here, and they're like, dude, it's like seventy degrees. I'm like, listen, I don't have much body fat, like shredded, you know. And they're like, people get mad at me, but I'm not joking. Like when you're ripped, you get colder quicker. Up the data. <laughs> oh god. Oh, you're something else. I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. You were um, talking about seafood. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, Dad's got a Dad's got a pretty expansive palate. Mom didn't mind some of that stuff. She didn't really eat seafood, but um, like lobster guy and like elk. Yeah, and I'll eel. eat it all. And crab legs are, are probably one of my favorite meals. In all honesty, crab legs, salmon. I love salmon. I even, I, I even like lobster. All that stuff. I, I actually yesterday I had uh, linguine and clams from work. It's great. Did, have you ever had escargot? The hell is that? Is that like, like a wine? No, no, it's like a French. I think it's like snail. 
No, no. Dude, you got to try that. That's actually like, so they have it in Quebec and then they have it in Paris. And like, you have to, it's like a French, it's like French cheeseburgers. Like to them, you know, like it's like their food. So like, and it's actually really good, dude. Like I was eating a snail, but I did it. I don't know. That's one of the things I'd have to try before I knock it. But my facial expression right now doesn't really look like I want to try it. <laughs> what, what's the what's the weirdest food you've tried then? Um, a couple of years ago, I had uh, octopus. Yeah, I had octopus at a sushi place. I wasn't a really big fan of it. It was just really, really chewy. I don't think it was like it tasted bad. It was just really like odd texture um that i wasn't wild about but it, it's odd because i love calamari which you know they're all yeah but calamari's fried though so you had like raw octopus yeah I had raw octopus um wasn't wasn't wild about that um yeah, but no wouldn't... i've had i've had calamari in like different different forms of fried and i don't mind calamari but i don't know the octopus maybe I, maybe if it was prepared in a different way um i'd change my opinion but the way it was served then i'm, I'm not a huge fan but uh oh one of the weird crap i tried i think the octopus probably tops the list because that's the first thing that come, came up when you said that so how did how did the octopus happen like you, you just went somewhere and it was like all they had it was part of a sushi platter it came with like you know uh, salmon shrimp eel octopus all that weird stuff eel wasn't bad i didn't i didn't mind the eel at all um but the octopus was well <laughs> Wait, eel like the ones that electrocute you? Well, I mean, there's different species of eel, but yeah, I mean, it was eel. Yeah. Did you get sh- Did you get shocked? No. Well, I didn't eat an electric eel. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they eat that stuff. I don't did know. they like Either they, they unplugged it before they gave it to you? Oh, I don't know. Rubbed out the charge. I don't know. <laughs> Got a guy in the back just decharging all of them, taking away the discharging all of them. Yeah, so <laughs> what's one thing that you think the majority of people get wrong? Is it octopus? <laughs> no. Um, oh, God, I don't want to sound all, all, like, all <laughs> philosophical here. Well, conspiracy uh, bros. <laughs> oh, I, I would say that a lot of people get wrong how much other people – I want to say this in a way that doesn't sound mean. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would argue that a lot of people put too much emphasis on what other people think about them, um, and and I would and I would say that realistically, many people are just trying to do their own thing. <laughs> uh, I would I would agree with that. I, I think and, I think and that I think ahead. a lot of people draw too much attention to themselves for. For things that, um, I don't know. I I'll go back to my previous statement. I, I think I think that a lot of people really don't aren't trying to pester you for for all that much stuff. I think that two people put too much emphasis on that. I would say I don't know. Yeah. So you're saying like live and let live type thing. Like people. Yes. Yeah. I I would yeah. agree with that. Um. I think I think there's one thing that I've learned. I don't know. Then like I don't want to say recovery, but like working on myself or whatever, is that like other people are going through things too. You know, like exactly. You, you don't know like, and this is a crazy story. Um, so you know, obviously I I, I do jujitsu, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a difference between like drilling and then sparring and sparring is pretty much like you're you're grappling wrestling with each other like and it's you know it's a live role type thing but drilling is like the instructor teaches a move and then you partner up and you you do the move on each other right so it's like you know you're kind of just a dummy for the guy to practice a move and i get partnered with this guy cross facing like it's not part of the move and it's kind of starting to annoy me so, like, I post up, and he, he kind of just, like, crosses me again even harder. And the guy's not a small dude. Like, you know, I'm only, like, 170, 175. Like, I'm not – but I, I'm pretty ripped. But 
this guy's probably like 260. He's, he's, he's a solid guy. And it hurts, you know, to have that weight on your face. So, like, I get pissed and, like, you know, I, I get into it with them. Like, I, I, you know, I sweep them and I'm, like, yelling at them, like, you know, some explosives were said. And everyone's looking at me and I'm like, oh, man, I got to find another gym, right? Like, and so I leave and I go home to cool down for a little bit. And I get a phone call from, like, one of my good buddies. And he's like, hey, man, I'm not saying you're wrong. He's like, I'm not saying that. He's saying just his, his, his wife had just passed away. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, well, there, you know, he's probably angry. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said all that stuff. Like, I had no idea, you know. And I felt so small after that. And it was horrible. Like, I, I couldn't sleep the next, like, three days. Like, I, I felt, you know, because I was like, oh, man, if, like, that had been after Lee. And I, yeah, like, I empathized with the dude. And I felt horrible. I still feel horrible. I haven't seen him, but I don't even know what to say. Really? He hasn't showed up either since that time? Um, I haven't seen it. It's only been, like, a week or so. So just, you know, like, cause there's, there's like 20 classes a week and most people only go to like two to three, maybe four, some guys, you know, who are like competitive go to five, but you know, it's just, it just so happens. I haven't seen them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's going to be a, that's going to be a tough one when you, when you do see him, but honestly, I mean, we'll probably understand it all honestly. A lot of people are going going through some stuff. You know, that guy, the guy you think is being mean to you is probably just going through something like you said. So, oh, that's, I mean, dude, because that, like, when it was first happening, I was like, you know, screw this guy. But then you throw on the circuit, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, I know, ex- I don't know what he's feeling exactly, but I know, I know how it's like to be angry and just want to fight, you know? Yeah, it's like Never Back Down, that movie. You ever <laughs> seen that one? Yeah, the first ones. I haven't yeah. seen the rest of them. Yeah, no, the, uh, the first one's the only one I've ever seen. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean that movie. That movie's amazing. Yeah, movie's great, man. That 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 movie really describes a lot of <laughs> what it's like to be a young male. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing is like you know, and that's why like guys like Tyson Fury and DMX and Mike Tyson, like I respect them so much because they talk about mental health when like they're the most alpha of dudes, but like even they're like, hey, you know, being alpha is like not you know just being working out and fighting like it's talking about your feelings because so many people don't do that you know to their detriment no you're right it really is and uh you know i this this friend of mine she was just like you know real men can cry and i was like what and she's like yeah real men cry like they don't And she was like, we should try it. And I was like, you know, how do you feel about crying? Um, you know, I, I believe that everyone should express emotions. Uh, I, I don't really believe that it's completely necessary to always hide your emotions. You know, we're all human. But So you, you've, you've cried before? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> obviously, I've cried before. Like often? I'm not judging you. I'm just. No, not often. But yeah, I've cried before. Like once a once a year, twice. Like, what's your frequency on that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, I would say maybe maybe once a year. I don't know. Probably even less than that. But let's just let's just be generous and give myself once a year. It feels good. Uh, depending on the situation, yeah. Well, I mean, but even if you're sad, you cry. Versus if you're happy and you cry, like, isn't the whole point of crying, like, you, you get through it and then you feel better afterwards? Kind of like sneezing. I mean, if you want to, yeah, I mean, I, technically I was crying the other day. I mean, when uh, when I was laughing my ass off <laughs> in, um, in a, uh, so, you know, summer, uh, so school's out for us. So we're doing the summer school and I, I had to go take a course. Um, it's a continuation course, basically. It's basically they, they pay us to go take courses for next year. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was there with some of my colleagues and one of my other colleagues, he's like 23, 24, a couple of years younger than me. And, um, and me and him were, sh- were showing each other a picture in the middle of the, 
of the course going on you know i mean it's kind of funny watching all the adults at these classes because like all the adults you know we're, we always rag on the kids for for being immature and pulling out their phones and stuff like that but you know we were doing the exact same thing especially me and this guy and uh, i was cracking up because this picture um i showed him and then his reaction got me going <laughs> <laughs> so like in the middle of this course both of us you know two grown-ass teachers cracking up in the back of the class i had to cold in my laughter man it was so hard i've never had to like not breathe and laugh at the same time um my Dude. face is bright red i had tears streaming down my face I mean, it, was, it was bad it was bad uh, uh, you laugh like your cheeks too. get all big and stuff Oh yeah, I, I've I've got the rosy cheeks in the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's never escaped me, but whatever. No, gotta gotta can't. gotta show them off, and I I do like that. It's is it that was funny. That was a funny day. But what uh, do you like the most about teaching? Uh, I mean the kids, man. The the kids are the best part by far. Um. You know, just every every day is a whole new day with those kids. Uh, you know, you may go into work and you're like, ah, damn, I really don't want to be here. But then, like, um, usually first period is, is kind of a mellow class. It is early in the morning for both teachers and students. But by second, third period, I mean, you, you know, you get a whole bunch of kids that come in and just want to say hi and and see you. And, you know, they even if they ask to leave their jacket in, the, in your office or whatever, um, you know, they just, just the interactions throughout classes and whatnot. Um, God, the, the kids are, are hilarious. I mean, there's plenty of days where I leave school cracking my ass off, uh, laughing my ass off because of, of what one of the kids said. Or, yeah, um, it does. It is. It is. I will admit, it is hard as as the teacher uh, <laughs> having to discipline some of them sometimes because some of the stuff they say is. Oh yeah. Plus, awful. like we we were like goofy as hell, so like yeah, it's probably you know. like hypocritical, you know. Yeah, like you forget how you were at 17 years old, but yeah, you know. And uh, God, some of the things these these kids do and say, um, but yeah, no, they are they are by far and away what makes the job going going into work every day worth it. Um, so you, you found you found the, the the job for you. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I would definitely like to see an increase in pay at some point. <laughs> but for now, uh, yeah. for now, yes, it it is it is accommodating uh, my needs at this moment in time. So. Well, I do think that it's very important to find a job that is rewarding um like mentally as well as it is like professionally like if, if you're not into your work like even if i was making like a billion dollars a year but like i just hated my job i couldn't do it yeah look at the ceo of cnn or the C whatever that guy was the vp of cnn the guy who just recently left who everyone hated i mean who just who hated his job so much he that just guy. left. I mean, he was basically forced out. But yeah, I mean, he he was even on the on on the record unofficially saying that he basically hated his job. Yeah, I'm saying I mean, like the I... guy was, you know, he had a comfy six seven figure salary or whatever he had. But you know, I mean, it just goes to show that you know people with high high money. Like, uh, who's the one actor who said he's like, you can have all the money in the world, it doesn't matter you know, as long as you're not happy or whatever. Money doesn't buy happiness. That one, that one famous quote from that actor. Is it Keanu Reeves? Because I feel like he would say something like that. I don't know if it's Keanu Reeves or I think it was someone even older than him. But I don't know. But the saying has been around for forever. Money can't buy happiness. Um, yeah, that's a true thing. I mean, you yeah. know, mo money is just. I mean, obviously, like it'll help you be happy, you know. <laughs> but it's if if all you got is money, that that means nothing. Like if you don't have friends and family. Um, you know what's the point? Yeah, exactly. So, but, so that's good, man. It seems like everything's going well for you. I do. Uh, I do need you to come down here and set that Xbox up. It's just been sitting here, which I have to touch on that. When you sent me something in the mail and it said fragile, I was very hesitant to open it. <laughs> well, yeah, the Xbox. All you got to do is just plug in the wires. But what do I do with it? You play it. But I don't have any games. You download them. That's that's why it has 500 gigabytes of hard drive. You don't need the. I don't need to buy discs. 
I mean, you can buy disc, but either way, the disc is basically just a key code at this point. You just you insert the disc and it downloads the game onto your hard drive regardless. And then the disc just acts as your like personal like ownership key. Dude, the last time I played a video game system was probably with Lee. And I think it was like PS2 or PS3. Like he had Madden or whatever. Yeah, you, you should probably play more video games. You would like them. I mean, you're the one who got me involved in Halo. I Dude, the original Halo was the best game ever. Yeah, I used to Actually, watch... Actually, no, Golden Halo. Golden yeah, on I... N64, dude. Yeah, that was a dope game, too. But I remember I was so scared of episodes of levels 6 and 7. Um, uh, the Flood and the, the one before... Uh, oh, with the little hamster guys. No, with the Flood. The, yeah. The scary little zombie dudes, yeah. I mean, yeah, But they break up old, and become they... hamsters. Not hamster, the flood, the parasites, the flood. Kind of looked like hamsters. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But yeah, no, those things scared the hell out of me when I was, when I was, I remember, uh, I was also scared of the Covenant Hunters too. I, I had to, I remember Kevin Galligan and I were playing a mission one time on Halo 2 and, <laughs> it and get you to beat the Hunters because we were scared of them. <laughs> I always, I always got your back, brother. Don't worry. If you're ever in trouble, I got you. <laughs> yeah, man. Those things were scary. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I do think, like, obviously, like, Lee not being here is terrible, but, like, me and you are, like, besties, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, it's it's a weird change of events, for sure. I mean, you would have asked me this 20 years ago. I would have laughed in your face. But... Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I, forgot, I forgot your name. <laughs> no, but, like, it is crazy, because, like, I would say Lee was my best friend, and Lee was your best friend, right? Yeah, Lee was definitely the uh, the line of connection between us. Yeah, you know, and then he kind of left um, abruptly, and then you know it was just like, "Hey, Max, I'm Sam," and you were like, "We just, you know, it was like, uh, it's pretty cool." Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been a, it's been a fun run. What what's your favorite like memory? Like when you think like of Lee in in the you know, the best, the best story where you could like, cause people, you know, people is from the podcast or, you know, if they had the pleasure of meeting him in real life, but like, if, if they don't know him and they listen, like, what, what would you say? Like, um, how would you describe Lee in words? Uh, so, you know, I mean, there's a story that I told at Lee's, uh, funeral. Um, mm-hmm. so the, uh, the mic was going around. I think it was Dan Riccardello, whoever was passing around the mic. I don't know, one of dad's yeah, friends. Yeah, one of dad's friends had the band equipment, yeah. Uh, he, he was passing around the mic, and, you know, I, I know you went up there. I don't know if dad went up there. I don't think he could, but. Um, dad doesn't do well with that. And, yeah, he's a good speaker, yeah. but he could. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah, that's that was, that was a little much for him. I don't, I don't know if he did. Um, but uh, it was like you, and I know some of Lee's friends went up, I, I think. Tinley went up. I know. I think Vernon went up too. Yeah, yeah. A few of his boys. Um, Austin. And, I think. Then, and then, like you know, there was like a brief, like five seconds after whoever went before me, uh, where Dan Ricardello or whoever was passing around Mike, he's like, "Hey, anyone else want to go?" And I like hesitated for like a second, and I was like, "Well, if I don't do it now, I'm never gonna get the chance to do it again." So I grabbed the mic and I went up. I remember, like, uh, people kind of felt like. Um, I don't know, Thurman, dad's friend, Thurman, best, his best friend for years, uh, came up to me after and, and said that he was very proud I did it. But anyway, I, I went up there and I told the story about Lee. Uh, shit, I was going in seventh grade. So I, I must have been like 12, 13 years old. And Lee was, I guess, freshman, sophomore year of high school. So he was probably like 14, 15. And it was like that summer we were building a, a mini lacrosse field uh back in the day it was called fiddlesticks we were playing yeah fiddlesticks yeah we always used to get intense in that and we always used to play on our lawns or in our backyard so we decided to one summer build uh we have an empty lot like near our house uh so we decided to like clean it up a little bit and uh plant some sod uh not sod plant some grass um we grabbed some mats and everything some empty mats at the dumpster um, put them up as like pads against the wall. We literally had like an entire course. It was wild. Um, and uh, we only ever played, I think, one game on it. <laughs> but regardless, uh, <laughs> seriously, we, we, built, we built this entire thing. We had a fort and everything. It was, it was insane what we did for this. Thing. You played one and game? I, I think we only played one game. <laughs> uh, and now it's an overgrown dump. 
<laughs> yeah, um, it is a hazard. There's probably yeah. still some remnants <laughs> of it back there. There's some bodies back there. Yeah, pro- I don't know what the hell's back there now. But um, <laughs> but anyway, back in the day, we we were we were like halfway through, and you know, we were a bunch of kids, so you know, we had started to run out of of patience and and the project was taking a lot longer than we anticipated you know when we envisioned it it was like you know, a quick like two three day project you know we'll grab some wood grab some nails yada yada we're kids we didn't really think about how long any of this crap is actually going to take um so you know we were about halfway through it, it it ended up being like three weeks before the whole thing was done so it was about like 10 days in and uh it was summer so we had we had school off and everything so i remember asking lee because like the kids were getting all down and we were like hey man are we even gonna finish this thing and lee you know was like the de facto leader of our group at the time because he was the oldest it was like lee and then everyone was younger than him and in between me and lee uh and lee was like guys it doesn't really matter if we get it finished what matters is that we we did it you know this is called the field of dreams. And I think he stole it from that movie. Yeah, he definitely yeah. did, but it doesn't matter. I, I, I remember him saying that at, well after the fact. I've heard this name before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if, if we finish it or not, guys, it's what matters is that we put in the effort and we tried to, to, to do this. Um, and, you know, I mean, we became kind of like a neighborhood celebrity, like, icon at that point because you know we were a whole bunch of like seven eight i think at one point there was like 10 of us we even had like young uh girls in the neighborhood helping us grab wood and whatnot yeah uh, seriously we had we had like a lot of people helping us out yeah and even all the parents were like pretty impressed that a whole bunch of kids managed to do this um but yeah no I, that was that was the story i told at his uh at his funeral after everything was all said and done and um you know that that would I, I guess be my most memorable moment of Lee. And the next moment would be when we went to MetLife in 2014 to go see Eminem perform with Rihanna. That was in August of 2014, and I remember saying to Lee before we even bought the tickets because Mom was asking us if we wanted to get tickets for it, and Lee was like, "Oh, I don't know, man." I, don't know. I was like, <laughs> "Lee, I was like, bro, when are we ever going to see Eminem ever again?" in concert at MetLife. And he's like, bro. And, and not, like, not like a serious bro. He's like, he looked at me, he's like, bro, you're right. And my mom and mom was even like, she's like, Max has a point. She's like, this is probably never going to happen again. Like, so we, we went to go see Eminem. Um, and I remember that was a blast and a half. We were, we were drinking Coronas all throughout the event. Um, it was so cool just hanging out with me and Lee and, uh, yeah, and it's it's kind of crazy looking back on it now because that truly never did happen again. I, I mean, I, Eminem's probably gone on tours, but you know that now it can't happen again because he's not here anymore. But uh, it's just it's just crazy, you know. But that, those, well, I'll tell you what, man. If, if Eminem times. ever plays at MetLife again, I'll I'll go with you. Oh, uh, you know, it'd be great. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that happens. I think the guy's almost he's almost fifty now, so we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, dude, like Ringo Starr or. No, it was the guy from the Beatles, Paul McCartney. He's like 200 years old. He's doing concerts. Rod Stewart's out there. You yeah, know? but Ringo Starr doesn't have to spit 200 words a second. Dude, you think like a like a, an 80 year old Eminem concert would be like ridiculous? I think at that point it would probably be all lip song. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you, are you a big fan of uh, who's the guy with the tattoos on his face? Oh man. Post Post Malone. No, I mean he's got some songs that I like. Dude, that song uh, "Fall Apart," I love it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a very um, talented writer. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he writes guy, man. Stuff, yeah, he he is very talented. He's got some songs with some meaning in it. I saw this thing where like he's really cool to fans, and it's not like fake. Like this this oh, fan yeah, is no, like he's hey. super nice. Yeah, this fan was like, "Hey, like I made these shoes for you," and he was like, "What?" And she was like, "I made," and he and he's like, "Oh," and she's like, "Yeah." So he gives her the shoe, or she gives him. He's like, thank you so much. And she's like, can I get yours? Like, he literally takes his shoes off and gives them to her and signs them and puts on the other shoes. And I was just like, imagine, like, that dude, like. Yeah, that's super sick. I actually saw a video of him in a strip club on New Year's a couple of years ago where he was handing out dollar bills to, like, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, not even charitable in every situation. Everyone. Like, yeah, I think he just went with, like, a box of dollar bills. It was pretty cool to see that. No, yeah. it's just cool to see nice people like that, man. You know, people people doing good things. 
Yeah, I just feel like the like the way the world is today that like no one says nice stories anymore. You know, like it's always like it's always the worst stories and the worst possible angle, and it's just like everyone should hate each other and no one should be happy. Yeah, yeah. It's actually what Sarah and I were talking about this morning. Yeah, how uh, it seems like you know there's a lot of hostility out there. There should just be a website that just publishes good news stories. You know. Yeah, it'd be nice, but good news stories don't sell clicks, man. Well, I mean, how do you know if no one tried it? I don't know. Maybe me and you should be the first to try it. Well, yeah, um, we could do that. We could do the good news bros. <laughs> we could do four Lee news. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would love to have it be like a, like four Lee become like a media company and like have – like, cause there's so much stuff. Like, I'm not complaining cause I love doing this, but there's so much stuff that I'd really wish that I had enough money to hire somebody to do. Like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like editing and, and uploading and like, I don't, I don't, I hate Instagram. Like I hate it. Like I don't like how, like, but it's the only way to like communicate effectively. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you, that's the only way to get a good outreach. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not wild into social media. I only actually have Instagram left. I don't even use Snapchat or any of the other crap anymore. I just, that's it. Yeah. No, I mean, social media is cool because it, it, like, and like I was saying, like through Instagram or whatever, I've connected with like so many people to get on the podcast really. But like people I haven't talked to in forever or I've never talked to in my life, you know, who like want to be on it and stuff. And that's cool. But it's just like, I just feel like you, I can see how people get so wrapped and like I see all these people like go, people going on vacation, all these like beautiful places and just like taking pictures of the entire thing. And I'm just like, are you even enjoying where you are right now? Yeah, exactly. I, that's why I was I kind of just try and live in the moment. I take a couple of Snapchat, uh, you know, snaps here and there, you know, just to say I did. But um, yeah, no, for me, it's more about living in the moment. That's that's why I love Costa Rica so much, because. I mean, you know, 90% of my time there was just living in the moment. <laughs> are you, are you, so for those who don't know, you lived in Costa Rica for what, like two years? No, it was, uh, it was 10 months and then I visited a couple times, you know, in between. Last time I've been there, it's been five years now. I haven't been there since June 2018. Are you going to go back? Uh, that is the plan, but flights are ridiculously expensive right now to go there, so... Uh... We're going to see what happens with that. But I do plan on going back. I have some friends there still uh, that have that have tried to reach out to me and, and see what's see what's up. But, um, yeah, I definitely want to go back. There's, there's some great sites there that I've still yet to see. And it was a fun time, man. I, I like Costa Rica a lot. Great country. Yeah, well, Megan, who's a friend of yours and a friend of the pod, uh, she's been on it. But she, she was like, anytime you want to come to Costa Rica, let me know. So we got to coordinate that because that would be fun. She said yeah. she was talking about like surfing, which I am petrified of getting eaten by a shark. And like I've uh, read that sharks view surfboards as seals, and I don't want to be like a statistic. <laughs> Actually, a uh, funny story. While I was in Costa Rica, um, I guess five years ago now, uh, I actually did. I mean, I'm 99.9% sure this this was a shark, but I was I was swimming in Hako Beach, which is off the Pacific. And um, I was swimming out. I wasn't even that far, but I, I swear to God, man, I felt a shark brush past me, man. It was it was big. I saw the fin. Dude, forget and that, man. You bro, know how you don't it, have that experience? It touched me, man. It swam right past my left calf. I shit you not. And, boy, I sprinted out of that water so <laughs> fast. And I looked back, man, and I saw the fin. And I'm telling you, I yelled in English and Spanish because, you know, I speak a little Spanish. I knew what shark was in Spanish. I was, uh, I was yelling. I was like, shark, shark, shark. And, you know, I yelled out to my Costa Rican friends. I was like, yo, shark, tiburon, tiburon. And, ooh. Wait, what is shark, tiburon? T, uh, tiburon, I'm probably pronouncing tiburon. it. Tiburon. 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 T-I-B-U-R-O-N. Tiburon. Tiburon. Yep. Yeah, dude, if I hit Tiburon and Costa Rica, I'm out of there. Yeah. But you know how you don't have, you know, okay, with crocodiles or electric eel. Yeah, no, none of piranhas. Yeah. None of that, yeah, man. Like, uh, you know, Thank I mean, as much as I want to go, I want to go visit the Amazon at some point, too. That'd be nice. Um, 
you know, you got to watch out for that stuff too. There's a ton, you know, they say Australia is really dangerous, but you know, the Amazon, <laughs> there's a lot of crap in there that'll kill you right away too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No. Get that. You know, how you don't get that. You stay inside where it's air conditioned. That's true. You go, you stay outside and you, you grow your own grass in a little cup. That way you can see you touch grass every now and again. That's it. Dude, I saw this horrible video. This kid was on a, a cruise, right? And someone mm-hmm. like dared him to jump in the water. And I think it was like oh, off yeah. the coast of Miami or some sh- something like that. And yeah, saw, he jumps in and then like a whole bunch of fins and he disappears. And I guess it was like shark infested waters. And I was just like, feel so bad for that kid. But like, I like you, that. I'm never swimming in Miami. Like no chance. Dude, honestly, man. I really don't like going swimming in the ocean. <laughs> no. Atlantic, Pacific, I, I just, you know, pools are cool. <laughs> a lake, I guess, you know, a lake is all right. Like, not Lake Grand Conquer. There's no <laughs> way in hell you'll catch me dead swimming in that place. I mean, I, you know, I'm from Long Island myself, but I have no desire to swim in that. Dude, there's like a um, foam in Lake Grand Conquer that's just like unexplainable. I don't know if that foam is, is, is there every day, but I don't know, man. Lake Cockburn is just disgusting, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, as, as a native Long Islander, I, I can say that with, with absolutism. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty I sure, was, like, every definitely... body of water in New York is, like, really highly polluted. Well, also, there's, the, there's that legend of the, the princess who steals people every, every year. I don't know if that shit's still true, but... The Indian, uh, the Indian or Native American princess, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Native American princess, uh, who, uh, who yeah, that's that's what the that's what the uh, local nuclear power plant company came up with because people are drowning from the foam in that in Lake Ronkonkoma. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know about the 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 validity of that stuff, but I I can tell you that I have seen that lake up close and personal, and yeah, but um. Actually, the other one too, I would never really want to go swimming is the uh, the Yukon, right? Is that what it's called? Yukon? Is that the lake in California? Oh, dude, I don't, I don't really know geography very. I know California. Uh, no, that, is, is the, I think it, I think it, I think it's the Yukon. Ah, I think it's called Yukon. I know, dude. All that stuff to me is no bueno. Um, so. You talked a little bit about Xbox. What what's your favorite part about video games? Um just the fact that you can get lost in them. Uh Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm googling that lake, but it's really bothering me. I oh, you're still on the lake? Yeah, the lake was irritating me. All right, no, uh, I get you. Sorry. When I when I yeah, I phase out too, and I focus on like well, the one. I just, thing. I just don't want to sound wrong because whoever's going to listen to this, it's about the Yukon Lake. I don't know. It's one of the. It's is the it Lake Tahoe? Lake. Is it Lake Tahoe? Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm thinking of Yukon because of Chevy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, I had no idea. But yeah, you said Lake Yukon. Tahoe. I'm thinking yeah. trucks, and then I'm yeah, thinking I'm Tahoe, and then I'm thinking Lake Tahoe. Yeah, and, I'm and, sorry. I'm sorry. That was a truck. That, that was a dude. Truck. Don't be sorry, man. We solved it. We solved it. The conspiracy bros figured it out. If you give me an obscure reference, I will pin it together because my mind's always racing. <laughs> um, but no, back to your question about video games. Yeah, I don't uh, even care about that question anymore. Let's talk more <laughs> about. Let's talk more about. Like, do you like the Tahoe? Like, are you, you more of a what? sports car guy or an SUV guy, or what do you think? Uh, I I like my car. I have a Jeep Compass. And I'm oh yeah, you're a big Jeep guy. Yeah, well, yeah. So are you. You've you've had plenty of Jeeps in your life. Well, then don't you know our our Jeep family? Yeah. Yeah. Now I have a challenger, like a total douche. (laughs) That is pretty douchey. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been pulled over in that? Oh, I get pulled over weekly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know how fast you were going? I was like, not fast enough because you caught me. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, you're funny. I'm like, I like to think so. But yeah. (laughs) And then I usually get let go of the warning. Oh god! Because they don't, they, dude. I don't. I don't think I get pulled over for any real reason that I have a challenger. Because I'm not really like going anywhere fast. But like, I do live on the border, and apparently there's a big, um, like drug network that goes from Miami to Jacksonville to Atlanta, like right on the highway. So I think they're on the lookout for like certain types of cars. Yeah, and challenger definitely doesn't. Definitely stands out. I heard someone told me they're not making challengers anymore. I don't know. 
I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. The Charger basically took over. Well, the Charger's got four doors. I do – I don't know. Sometimes I wish I had four doors. Other times I'm glad I got two. Mostly when people want to, like, carpool with me, and I'm like, oh, I can't. I only got two seats. And they're like, you don't have a back seat? And I'm like, no. But it's a lie. I do. Yeah, I see a ton of Chargers on their own. Yeah, Chargers, Challengers. Um, dude, I wouldn't mind getting a Prius, though. Shut up. Yeah, I think people would really be confused by that. They'd be like, wow, he really is taking this whole thing serious about changing. Like, I'll get, I'll get like, prescription glasses and a Prius and, like, tuck my shirt in. Yeah, you're going to drive in the left lane and go 55? <laughs> yeah, that's part of Yeah, that when you get a Prius, that's, like, in your agreement. You have to go really slow in the fast lane. God. I'll have, like, a coexist bumper a sticker. A Prius and a motorcycle. What a great combo. Dude, the motorcycle is fun, man. I'm not going to lie to you can't believe you have that that's just asking for trouble no it's not. i don't i don't i literally never go on the main road i just drive around my neighborhood and then back like i'm on i'm in i'm on the motorcycle for maybe five minutes tops maybe 15 20 something. <laughs> sometimes 20 minutes uh should just get a jet ski dude i would definitely be more likely to kill myself on a jet ski than a motorcycle <laughs> yeah but at least a jet ski is more fun than a motorcycle in my opinion uh, well, motorcycle would be more fun if there wasn't cars on the road. Because yeah, you, when you're driving a motorcycle, you a patch you're not really... of sand and you're dead. Yeah, but I, I think motor. I mean, same with jet ski. Like, you hit a sand bar, you're dead. Yeah, I would argue both are probably just as equally to kill you. Hey, you only <laughs> live once, my guy. You know. That is true. And when I die, you know, like, I feel like I've lived a pretty crazy life. Like, it might not have been good, but it was crazy. Nice. So, but anyway, you know, do you see yourself having kids, family and stuff like that? Do you want that? Yes, absolutely. I, I most definitely would like to, uh, to like to have a kid in the future for sure. Yeah, me too. I just. I'm glad I haven't yet because I think I would have been a real shitty dad and I feel like now I can be a good one. Yeah. You know, time is of the essence. Because, I mean, dad was such an awesome dad. Um, It's a tough act to follow and I definitely, like, dude, I was such a miserable prick, you know? Like, even like, I just feel like I wouldn't have been around, you know? I would have been terrible. Yeah. I'm glad (laughs) it didn't happen. The only thing is I want to, I want to still be kind of young for my kids, so I would like to have a kid within the next five years, as opposed to waiting any longer than that, in my opinion. Well, yeah, luckily for me, I mean, like, you already. I mean, if you were to have a kid today, that kid okay. would be you would be fifty three. When he's eighteen. <laughs> yeah, when he's eighteen. Yeah, but when I'm fifty three, I'm gonna be jacked and fast. Like I'm age is to me age is not a real thing because didn't you tear both of your ACLs? Yeah, and I'm still fast. I'm still strong. Like I'm still you know doing all the stuff I can do. Like I do jujitsu. I'm pretty good. Like, I'm not – mentally, I wasn't ready. Physically, I'll always be ready, you know? <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad. I'm glad. Dude, I have a funny story, though. This girl, I kind of have a – I wouldn't say I have a crush on her. I don't know her well enough. But she invited me out and then completely ignored me the entire night. <laughs> like, didn't talk to me at all. And I was like, what, do you hate me? And she was like, no. And then she left. And I, I'm completely flabbergasted by that whole thing. Yeah. <sighs> Think, How did you meet her? It's not important. I just, we we got <laughs> hold on. Was, we got to look at the time because this only uh, the four lead podcast expires at fifty nine fifty nine. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Is there anything you want to say before we head off? <laughs> I love how you abruptly cut me off right when the girlfriend. Hey, buddy, time's a ticking. So if you got any last thoughts, I'm not sure <laughs> if you're going to be on the pod again. I, I we'll see how this does. You know, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Honestly, I think we I think we we need to do another one a little bit different style for sure. Because uh, there's you, you know, got 59 this, seconds, sir. This one this one was a different style than than uh, what what I was anticipating, but I'll go with that. Um, but no, thank you uh, for having me on, and uh, to podcast listeners, if you did make it all 59 minutes listening to us, um, I mean, God bless. And, and- <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, I hope you didn't lose any brain cells. Uh, I hope you had a good time. And uh, and Sam, thank you for the honor and, and the privilege of being on here. Uh, hey. You told me this is going to be thirty minutes. This is double double. Well, that's because that's because we're we're getting bigger every week. I, I got I bought a different package now. I can do remote pop stuff, so it's great. I love you, man. All jokes aside, you're the best brother I could have asked. And-
you know. All right, man. Thank you, and uh, and have a good night, and see you all later. Hope all to right. see you again. All right, bye. 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 Bye.